Dr. N.K. Arora, the head of the COVID working group, chairman uh, of the COVID working group of NTAGI, which is the National Technical Advisory Group on Immunization, joins us. Thanks uh, very much, Dr. Arora, for being with us. The bottom line over here, uh, is India likely to, to face the threat in terms of numbers which we are seeing in China now? Uh, thank you, Vishnu, for inviting me. Uh, your first question is uh, very important. And the, the response uh, we are seeing in this country, which is a very uh, preemptive and a proactive response, is primarily because there is huge opacity of what is happening in China. Opacity in terms of uh, the cases which are occurring, the severity of cases, their vaccination status, and then uh, the kind of uh, uh, variants, Omicron variants or the other variants which are circulating there. So this has led to uh, the country and the whole COVID working group uh, going in for a, a, a whole uh, process of activating so that at the last moment or there should not be a moment where we scramble for our preparedness. And so all this activity which we are going in. Having said that, I would say there is no need to panic because on one side is the preparation, but the most important thing is our genomic surveillance. Our surveillance is, uh, uh, is at the top of uh, the, the whole uh, activity. And uh, uh, we are seeing uh, various uh, uh, sub-variants which are circulating in India and we find whatever filtered information we are getting, uh, we need not be worried because uh, most of these uh, which are reported from China have also been isolated. But in Dr. India. Arora, I think the question is this, given the fact uh, that, you know, the information coming out of China is minuscule, is, is it your concern uh, as somebody who's, you know, who's really been studying this? that the primary variant of concern in China now is something we know very little about. It may not be the BA5 or BA7 or their sublineages. It could be something else. So, in fact, uh, just 48 hours ago, one of the international uh, uh, websites reported uh, the prevalent uh, uh, variants of, which are causing the outbreak in China. And what we find is that it's a mixture. I see. And BF7 is only minuscule, only about 10 to 15 percent. Actually, there are two important series, BN series, BN series and BQ series. These together constitute about 50 percent of the isolates which are reported in that, uh, uh, which is called GISAT, GISAT uh, website. And then there is a small number of uh, XBB, which right. is in fact the dominant uh, way. XBB is about 10 to 15 percent. So overall, BF7 is not something which uh, everybody is talking about. No, there is a mixture of various variants and the variable proportion like we see. And uh, almost all of these in some measure or the other, particularly I must say BF, BF7 is minuscule, only four isolates so far since July. And then BN1 and BQ1 is also there but they are also not too much, less than two or three percent. But the major thing which we are in India are seeing is XBV, which is about 70 percent of all the isolates we are getting on week to week basis for last. And, and how dangerous is this, sir? I see for these variants behave differently according to local epidemiology. Right. And so 
in china today it is causing havoc because they are like naive they have not been exposed to the virus before the second equally important is that the vaccine which they got probably was not as effective and i must tell you most of them have got three doses or four doses of their own chinese vaccines still they are having this kind of very severe outbreak while in india we have the benefit of three things one is that throughout first wave second wave and third wave there has been exposure to natural infection and uh, the most recent there is a very recent data which shows that in children below 12 years where vaccine is not given 95 96% of children are positive for covid exposure second that 92 to 97% of our children individuals between 12 to rest of the age have got at least two primary doses so this gives us a very nice hybrid immunity and many of us have also suffered i'm sure uh, many of you within your close uh, contacts also more than one infection also Yes. positive infection so no and, and doctor and doctor arora i must tell you right now you know this must be at least the 20th interview that we've done over the last couple of years and i disagreed with you on herd immunity or natural immunity but it appears that the lack of this in china according to scientists is a major contributory factor towards the illness spreading in that country in other words herd immunity or natural immunity is a big factor when it works alongside vaccines i think this is a big learning uh, tool for a lot of us and indeed for scientists i'm just a journalist a so lot of scientists I, around the world as well so i i would refrain from the word uh, herd immunity no herd immunity is a very complicated issue i think we should refrain from it is hybrid immunity that natural infection and on top of that which has been uh, supplemented with vaccination when these two occur and i must tell you in two of our indian states which initially behaved uh, i mean they had very strict lockdown and uh, containment uh, policies and if you remember in the second wave for a long time these two states continued to have a wave so Ma- maharashtra and which other states are kerala right kerala so this is so our own experience shows so it was not something uh, which it was like in a natural experiment which happened and here in china we are seeing actual what happens in practically when you don't allow the people to be exposed and the the other thing which this country did was in a graded manner in a calibrated manner the people were exposed and therefore and while vaccination was going on and we see that we are one of the kind of very safe society today uh, from a covid perspective okay let's talk sir let's talk dr rora type of uh, virus circulating anywhere in the world Okay, uh, let's talk about the nasal vaccine, uh, Bharat Biotech. Um, what is the science behind it, sir? Um, and does it work? So, first of all, it is a matter of pride that this nasal vaccine, India has succeeded. This is world's first. Although two vaccines were simultaneously given uh, within a gap of 24 hours, but actually, which has come for community use is the Bharat Biotech's uh, IncoVac. and the basic philosophy all over the world have a lot of people more than 20 groups are trying to build this uh, make this uh, vaccine but they have not succeeded this particular vaccine we have seen the data it provides a very uh, a very interesting way of uh, immunization while it provides uh, in body 
immune system is, is uh, kind of activated. That means there are circulating uh, immuno, uh, means antibodies as well as T cells and other things. But the entry point is the respiratory system, nose, mouth, right. and my respiratory system, where it builds like roadblocks. The immune system builds up roadblocks here so that the virus is not allowed to enter so easily into the system. And there are specific antibodies which are secreted into these respiratory tract and uh, they provide this unique concept. And this is not going to help even uh, only for uh, COVID. All respiratory viruses, infections, this is a platform which will be very useful for many other uh, viruses. But sir, we don't have efficacy data as yet. See, uh, I must tell you, so we can keep talking about it. At this time, none of the vaccines can have efficacy data because the, it's an it's a emergency situation. But what we have asked the uh, regulators and the producer that as the vaccine is rolled out, so the study which have been done is bridging study or immunological study, which shows it is compared to a standard vaccine. And here in this case, it was compared with co-vaccine. But as it is rolled out simultaneously as phase four exercise, efficacy is also to be documented. And I hope that it will be done in a systematic manner. And a year's time, we will come back with the efficacy of this vaccine also. And None so, of the vaccines can have efficacy data at this time. Um, who should be getting this vaccine, sir? Anybody above the age of 18 years can get this vaccine. It's very simple. Four drops in each nostril. Total of 0.5 ml is to be administered. And uh, that's it. And uh, it has very little adverse events except some nasal blockage you may get uh, for a short while. Otherwise, uh, whatever the data is, it's extremely safe vaccine. And so it has to be administered by a, a nurse or a, a, a trained person, right? It's not something yeah. you take home. No, it is to be given. At, see, one, one has to be always worried. The question is that with this vaccine, like any other vaccine, uh, we need to wait for 15 to 30 minutes as we were doing it with other vaccines. So that in case there is a reaction, it can be taken care of immediately. Although there were no reports in whatever data we have seen, but one is always uh, as a precautionary measure should be given. But the important point is, it's just like oral polio, which uh, you are aware. So as our experience and confidence builds, this will be something which will be uh, very easily administered anywhere in the community, at home and other places, just like polio. All right. Uh, and sir, the, the, uh, the price, uh, I know uh, en masse when it's uh, procured by the government, it's less. So uh, the, will this rollout be uh, free for people beyond a certain age, as we've seen in the past, in government uh, dispensaries? This question you should ask the health ministry. It's a program issue. I cannot answer this question. The, the ministry will answer that question. Uh, but uh, I, I, I can tell you technically, uh, this is a very good vaccine. And here I would like to add one additional point that we have another vaccine, Carbovax, which is also approved for as a uh, uh, precaution or a booster dose. So now we will have a bouquet of vaccines, which is heterologous booster, which is considered better than homologous. So bulk of our population has received Covishield and Covaxin. 10% co-vaccine, 90% Covishield. Now we have two vaccines which are heterologous and we will be, uh, 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 they, they, the community can take either of these and another six weeks or eight weeks, we should have 
two more uh, vaccines. And so, for, sir, uh, hypothetically, sir, since COVID is now endemic, unfortunately, it's it's a fact. Six months later, would people, uh, you know, necessarily require another booster uh, of of the nasal drop? I mean, does so, this is this going to be a part of our lives going forward? Is what I'm asking. So you are asking basically, are we going to need repeated boosters? Yeah, that's the question you are yeah. asking. Yeah, and and the scientific answer is that at the moment there is no evidence that further vaccines will be required or not required. Even in countries where people have taken three doses and well, four doses and five doses of vaccine, particularly these mRNA vaccines in North America and Europe, but they continue to suffer from infection. So the value of vaccine, even in WHO recent review, has not shown any positive benefit out of these. And, and yet we are recommending this, sir. Why, why then are we recommending this? So we are recommending it as only first booster. We are not recommended. So, for example, SOM has received already a precaution dose. It is not recommended for you. Got if it. I That's have already taken a vaccine, no, I will not take it. It is for those who have not yet taken a precaution dose. What if a person wants to take a second uh, booster? I, I do. <laughs> well, uh, as far as program is, is, concerned, is there anything wrong with that? I, I no, no, it's a, it's a fair question. I think a lot no, of people. I, I will, I will tell you. So, as a, as part of the program, no, the COVID will not accept a fourth dose. Now, ah. let let us have a, assume that uh, you you want to take another fourth dose. So, there is a concept what is called as antigenic sin. Now, this is a new emerging that repeatedly, if I am. Uh, immunizing the person with a particular type of antigen, the body stops responding or responds poorly. And that is given one of the answers that initially vaccine uh, uh, booster was given with mRNA at six months. Later on, people are taking at three months, but it has not helped too much in that case. So okay. therefore, at the moment, taking another vaccine dose or additional fourth dose there is uh, there is no value of that and and i can't i can't get on covid uh, it it will not uh, it will not let me do it right that's that's that is uh, underlying baseline at the moment okay all right thanks dr arora wonderful to speak to you and uh, oh, so many points over here didn't Thank know that i couldn't get an extra dose but thanks for telling me thanks very much indeed